Welcome to day 114 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight from our readings which can be found in 1 Chronicles chapter 3 to 5 with a focus on chapter 5 verses 18 to 22 and verses 25 to 26. The Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh had valiant men who carried shield and sword and drew the bow. Experts in war, 44,760, able to go to war. They waged war against the Hagrites, Jartor, Neshva, and Noed. And when they prevailed over them, the Hagrites and all who were with them were given into their hands. For they cried out to God in the battle, and he granted their urgent plea, because they trusted him. They carried off their livestock, 50,000 of their camels, 250,000 sheep, 2,000 donkey, and 100,000 men alive. For many fell because the war was of God, and they lived in their place until the exile. Verse 25. But they broke faith with the God of their fathers and whored after the gods of the people of the land, whom God had destroyed before them. So the God of Israel stirred up the spirit of Pal, king of Assyria, and the spirit of Talglath, Pezer, king of Assyria. And he took them into exile, namely the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Now this is over a long period of time. When we're reading uh, Chronicles, what's important to remember is that what's happening uh, in between verses can sometimes span hundreds of years, uh, generations for sure. And so what we see is in the beginning, when they go in to take the land, we're told that these three tribes, well, two tribes and the half-tribe, have a lot of faith. They call upon God and they go in and they completely decimate. Now, interesting here, 44,760 men. And what do they come back with? Spoils, 50,000 camels, 250,000 sheep, 2,000 donkey, and 100,000 men alive. Which means that the odds of who they were going up against was double their numbers at least, and yet they prevailed because God was with them. And you think such a great victory would be remembered for all of time. I mean... This would have been enough to make the men rich as far as property went. And yet, they forget their God and they whore after other gods. And what happens is, God stirs up the Assyrian kings and they come after them and and they get sent into exile. But it says specifically, namely, the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Which is interesting because... Before, we're told that these three groups particularly had amazing faith, and that's why God heard them. But then when we're hearing about this exile to another land, these three tribes are also specifically mentioned. Now, going through Chronicles, we're reading about the descendants and what's become of most of them. And it's just, this is, these are the the three that that settled on the other side of the Jordan, who built the altar because they wanted people to remember, hey, we're your people as well. And sometimes I wonder if maybe that segregation because of the Jordan River from the rest of the tribes of Israel played a part in their greater idolatry. We need to make sure that we're keeping those who can encourage us and, and walk with us. We need to make sure that we're, we're keeping them close. When we allow walls, or in this case rivers, to divide us, and this, this might be a stretch, but the closer we are to people of good quality, the more likely it is to rub off on us and for us to raise our standards rather than lower them. 
So let's continue to put good people around us. Let's continue to build up right uh, relationship. And let's not break faith. We're going to keep coming back to these themes again and again and again of breaking faith, of compromises. And, and the funny thing is, is it usually doesn't end up full-blown idolatry. Once again, it sounds like it because we're reading Chronicles and it jumps decades sometimes. It's little compromises that build over generations. And so when we're seeking to serve God and we're seeking to grow in our faith and we're seeking to grow the church, we've got to fight against the little compromises. Those are the ones that eventually we forget we've made them. They become commonplace and then we build on top of those. And so really what it should be is we're slowly adding to our faith day by day, not our compromises. And if we do that, we're told in Peter that we'll have a faith that cannot fail. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.